0: This is Husky History. Telling the stories of history one podcast at a time. Produced by students at John Hersey High School.
1: What's up, guys? This is Michael
2: Lovakovsky. And Philip Kopach. Oh, yeah. And today we're bringing... Wise Guy, Al Capone and other stories. Oh, yeah. You
1: know... Philip really wanted to do a Chicago episode, and I kind of like the Mafia, so we compromised.
2: Win-win, you know?
1: Yeah. He's also going to talk about Count Dante a little bit. You'll see. You'll see. Okay, so how do we start this?
2: Philip, you know who Al Capone was? Yeah, big guy, you know, big guy, right? Had the scar face, you know? Speaking of scars, do you know how he got the scar? Cat Consum guy's sister, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So and the guy the guy, Just brought him a knife. Them. And just knifed him. And like he, London. <laughs> And that's how he got the actual nickname Scarface. But fun fun fact, he actually hated the name Scarface and
2: preferred to go by Snarky. Like Captain Hook, you know? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. So what else do you know about Al Capone?
2: You know, he had the Chicago outfit, right? He was paying off the cops daily so he could keep up his public appearance. Um, he actually bribed the newspapers so they wouldn't make him out to be as bad, right? F- I feel like a good example would be, you know, Al Capone, a hero, stops to warm a cold man's neck
1: Yeah And that's where we're gonna start So, Al Capone His parents came from Naples In 1899 And he was born in Brooklyn Brooklyn's a pretty nice place Have you ever been to Brooklyn? It's not nice Yeah, true it's close kinda...
2: to the Bronx, you know, got a bunch of tough guys yeah. in the hoods. How do you pop your knuckles?
1: You know, his family was really poor, and he was also, um, he also had eight other
2: siblings. Imagine that. Didn't they form a street gang or something? Yeah,
1: I think so, yeah. But, anyways, was about that. He always lived... Life. Like, ever since the beginning, he was always always involved in something that would get him just arrested. Big old bad boy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the first gang he joined was a five-points was it, it was one of the first ones, but it really made him on the map, you know?
2: Right, I'm pretty sure he had, like, two brothers, a friend, and then some other random schmucks. But it wasn't until
1: Torio, which is his last name, invited him to a big... Big Gang and it was called the uh, Kalis
2: gang Kalismo gang
1: and ah, the guy who <laughs> the guy who ran it was named Big Jim Kalismo
2: sounds like he's a pretty big guy. Hey, you, know? you want
1: to know how he died? Jumped shot.
2: Yeah, jumped.
1: Oh, yeah. And he probably jumped up when he was and shot. Turismo <laughs> took over now Turismo was kind of lucky he got a got an assassination attempt, but, you know, he wasn't assassinating. Maybe but the he, guys fumbled the word But wow. he survived. and He was like, oh, shucks, I can't keep doing this no more. So he left for New York and left his lieutenant in charge. And guess who that was, Philly?
2: Alphonse Capogny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Philip. Now, why were the mafia so big in the 1920s, 1930s? Well, the Pooch. answer Hooch. Yeah. Prohibition. So what was prohibition? Basically, the government didn't like people drinking and uh, some guy in the government was like, oh, you know, drinking makes people bad. So he used scare tactics. I don't remember his name. His name
2: was Wayne Wheeler. And my favorite myth throughout prohibition was the moonshiners. Right. They made this hooch in the woods, you know. And they didn't want nobody in the woods to find out. So they made up a creature called the howler, right? And coincidentally, at the same time, the coyote populations were pretty low. So they'd howl a lot to find each other. So it kind of just worked out. That's
1: crazy. And also, prohibition really made people want to get, you know, get the money. Like, it was a big opportunity to get the money, you know? Yeah. Like, selling it. So... Okay, alcohol. making making and distributing alcohol was legal, but drinking it wasn't. That was a loophole. So, what Al Capone did was set up a few staged robberies. I'm doing air quotes right now. I know he can't yeah. see them. So, he would just go and they just basically faked robberies and it just look like a normal robbery happened. So just a fraud. Yeah. So. You know, Al Capone already got into big city. You know, he's running. He's running his thing there. And guess what happens? The North Side gang shows up, and they think they can out-hooch him.
2: Then they start to duel, probably, don't they? <laughs> I can yeah. F- yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What comes next is a total shock to people, because you know, Al Capone lived for the publicity. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what the publicity was. Oh, yeah, paying off the news people, paying off them cops, being sent at local kindergartens, and also beating guys' faces in.
1: Yeah, he also did all his things in front of people, like, literally. He also had two separate houses. One was where his family lived, you know, his nephew and his his sister. And that house, nothing really happened except meetings. Oh, they also had a lot of meat there in that house. By meat, I mean they just... Hang, like, sausages in the walls. Oh. Like, like you know, like Europeans do, you know.
2: Yeah, I actually want to try doing that, you know. It has a nice aroma.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Until the flies get there.
1: Yeah. Did I mention I'm half Italian? Well, not half. Like, I'm part Italian. You're doing that thing Americans
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> but I am um, part Italian. My great-great-grand uncle was born in Italy, you know, and then going off of there.
1: Well, yeah, but my great grandpa was born in oh, A little bit closer. Actually, no, my grandpa, cause.
2: So you know, he was talking about the two Capone houses, right? One was where his oh, family yeah, was, yeah. and one was where the ladies.
1: Yeah, he had a, he had a house full of prostitutes. He also did cocaine there, you know. I
2: wonder if he had a funny little name for that place, you know.
1: <laughs> Maybe he did. I do not read enough. <laughs>
2: like the dog house. <laughs> Maybe. We so what happened next?
1: Oh yeah. The St. Valentine's Massacre. The thing that ruined his popularity. You know, he he pulled up, his gang members pull up to some garage. A bunch and, of Irishmen, right? And a bunch of Irishmen are there and they're doing stuff. And, uh, and the Italians coming with machine guns. You know, this isn't there anymore, but there was this garage door that opened. It, it's been
0: sealed off for some reason. Probably they because opened, people were killed. And it was
1: opened. And they just...
2: Rambo. Yeah, kind of like when Rambo kind of shoots up the entire uh, computer place at the end of the movie. Sort of. Actually, fun fact, two of the men in the shooting were dressed as cops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, they're double-duped.
1: But they found out that it was actually Al Capone's gang.
2: Because it's gang warfare. That stuff is kind of obvious.
1: Yeah, and they were like, you know, this Al Capone guy ain't really cool no more. So... He was basically kicked out of the city and forced to live in the suburbs. Which wasn't bad because he actually made the suburbs, well, he paid off the cops in the suburbs and he made a heck ton of a lot of money. Like opened up bars, you know, speakeasies. Actually,
2: on that topic, right, an interesting fact, a lot of speakeasies didn't exactly buy too much from Al Capone because they already stocked up way before Prohibition. Yeah, but
1: still made him a lot of money. Oh yeah. So he, he's been there for years now, sticking around and seeing what he's becoming. And, but, as you can see, in the 1920s, they're called the Roaring Twenties. So what you see is a lot of inventions. So what he saw one day was a big skyscraper in the downtown area.
2: The home insurance building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first ever skyscraper in the world, W for Chicago.
1: Yeah. So he moved that back into the city, you know, trying to invest in real estate, which kind of worked out and kind of not. He also opened up soup kitchens, which actually really helped people and really got him back to popularity because, you know, a lot of poor people. Yeah, Philip. You know,
2: he also made a bunch of money doing the laundromats thing, right? That's actually where the term money laundering comes from.
1: Yeah, but Uh, let me get back to the Sip Kitchen's. It it was actually really, really big for his popularity because, you know, the Great Depression came in 1929, and people really needed it. People started really liking Al Capone. But that didn't mean he was a good guy. You see, what he did was steal food. Like, there was, um, I'm pretty sure, a turkey shipment coming in, and they robbed it, and, you know— to not look suspicious, they actually did not serve turkey at the um, soup kitchen, but they did do it and give it away. So kind of like Robin Hood, really.
2: Only with the guns and some funny-talking Italian guy, right, and a bunch of wise guys, men in black. All the terms you can probably think of, they probably used. You know, he was a bit of a wise guy himself, right? For instance, he got very rich through tax evasion. I wouldn't recommend it, but, you know, it's illegal. Speaking
1: of tax evasion... His day of reckoning has come. He gets, he gets bring the. Co- so the police come in and they're like, "Hey, you selling illegal beer, uh, beer and alcohol?" He's like, "No." Then where'd you get all that money from?
2: I don't pay my taxes.
1: <laughs> so they got him and they take him to court, and he was really confident because you know he paid, well, he, everybody off. Paid everybody off and I threatened go- the jury, but in last in the last minute. A new jury came in and sentenced him.
2: A cunning stratagem by the judge.
1: Yeah, and what happened next is surprising. He was sent to Alabama prison, and then he was sent to Atlanta prison, and then he was sent all the way to Alcatraz. The Rock. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know this about Alcatraz, but it was the biggest, most secure prison on Earth at that time. I'm pretty sure only... A handful of people escaped, and that's and they don't even know what happened to those people. They might have drowned. Probably drowned in the harbor. Yeah, yeah. And he was there until he contracted syphilis.
2: Am I right, Philip? Yeah, I know what that is. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, he was too sick to keep
1: living in Alcatraz, and just
2: that's how sickness works. You know, you got sick to live.
1: He got sent to the Baltimore hospital, and suffered a stroke.
2: They're moving this guy around like he's some kind of crate of bananas. That's probably what, why he died.
1: And then he died of a cardiac arrest. Ah. So, Philip, I heard that you really want to talk about some guy named Count Dante. Count
2: Juan Rafael Dante. I am sorry about this. Practitioner of the brutal technique of Dim Mach. His actual name was John Kehan and he was a barber. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, he married a playboy bunny. Uh, he taught her karate. He actually was a big karate guy after, the, after World War II, right? Now, this is completely separate from Al Capone. You know, we're pivoting to some madman. Anyway, he learned karate in Asia. and brought it back to the States. And he did a bunch of... Like, if you ever watch Jean-Claude, Bloods- nah, anyway, Jean-Claude Van Damme in the movie Somebody kill me. Nah, you'll be fine. Anyway, if you ever watch Jean-Claude Van Damme in the movie Bloodsport, right? Just a bunch of underground fist fighting. That's basically what he did, but just saying, Phil,
1: You get five minutes to so make this quick.
2: Snappy. All right, anyway, right, so he marries the Playboy Bunny. He becomes talk of the town, right, because he walks a little tiger, and his wife is called the Dragon Lady because he calls her that. He has his own fighting society called the Black Dragon Fighting Society. Um, One time he gets drunk with his protege, big, sorry, not big, just Jim Cuncevit, right, and they try to blow up a rival dojo. He gets, uh, you know, he gets arrested (laughs) out on bail. No, but then comes the real kicker of this, right? Didn't Other he, wait,
1: than, didn't he try to fight Muhammad Ali and, and uh, Muhammad Ali called the cops? Yeah, I,
2: Muhammad Ali punked out, you know, because this guy, right, he taught something called D-Mak, Poison Hand, and he sold it in comic books for only five cents to learn the world's most dangerous wow, fighting technique. that's cheap. Yeah, you know, he had to make money somehow, right? He yeah. was a real wackadoo. He had a uh, he had a trial at the Express Inn where he called it the trial Philip, didn't he confidante. have like a heist? Yes, he did, but that's later, all right? So he had a trial in the express home with a bunch of black belts. Everything is like a Netflix in his life, you know? Then eventually he does the Dojo Wars of the 60s, right? Where he calls up a rival fighting society called the Green Dragon. See, not his. His is the Black Dragon. He calls up the Green Dragon Fighting Society, you know? And he tells him, right, hey... Me and some buddies, right? We're drunk. We're going to come there and we're going to try to kill you. So the Green Dragon Society gets a bunch of, like, kung fu Chinese weapons. Jim Kansavic, right, his protege, is killed after being impaled on the sword and skewered in the neck with, like, a spear. Count Dante is just out plucking people's eyeballs. And then when the cops come, he's found hiding under a desk. <laughs> Philip...
1: He plucked people's eyeballs out and just ran away and <laughs> hid under a desk.
2: <laughs> I know he's he's a wise guy, you know, right? <laughs> what and about
1: the- that is wise? He, he <laughs> ran away. Was he crying under a desk? Did they find him? Nah. Did, he find a, did they find him ready to just murder more people?
2: Nah, man. See, he was a hair. He was a hairdresser. Wait, was he
1: was he had any drugs at that
2: time? He was a huge crack guy, right? In fact, he did have connections to the mob. After all, in 1975, on October the 29th, you can find this. uh, There's a New York Times article. He could have possibly been, not necessarily, that's what the feds want us to think, right? He could have possibly helped the mob steal $4 million from Chicago Bank. Right. I, don't really ex- crazy, I don't really I don't really understand which one is the, I found the headline snippet back in the time right and it is just something else Philip you your five minutes is up not almost
1: actually yeah it is
2: <laughs> now give me a second All right I quote from the New York Times new snippet from October the 23rd 1975 police free four in four million Chicago vault theft suspect sots and everything else is just too low poly. However, that is something real. He actually died in 1976. Of what? Blood clot or something like that. His wife thought that he faked his death because, you know, he's a trickster, right? He's, he's a ninja. Count Dante, he can't, you can't take out down the man, man. Yeah, Count, you don't find Count Dante, Count Dante finds you. He was like Chuck Norris in Chicago.
1: Yeah, moving back to Al Capone. You know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta let him just do this sometimes. Cause, Or he'll become
0: dangerous
2: (laughs) with the ancient Chinese arts bestowed upon me. Okay,
1: okay.
2: So (laughs) we're joking. We do a little. Do you have any questions about Al Capone? Wasn't his name Alphonse?
1: Let me check. Play some
2: waiting music. It's copyrighted so we can't do it exactly.
1: Yep, it was Alphonse Philip, you sly dog.
2: Well, that's only half the battle. So, um, other questions regarding him, right? Was the gang warfare out in the streets like it is today in Englewood? Oh yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, like machine guns in the streets, just shootouts going on.
2: Also, also, did people were people able to deduce that it was Al Capone's men and not the cops setting up the Irishmen because they was using Tommy guns? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I got a bunch of other questions. Actually, you might get a you might get a hernia, trying to carry. You the, know what a hernia? Oh, carrying. Yeah, crush. Try, yeah, trying to carry the weight of these answers. You know, oh, yeah. gotta get them off your chest. Crazy, right? What was his favorite sausage? Seeing as he hung a bunch of them off his roof.
1: Now probably does pepperoni oh pepperoni God. is pepperoni a sausage is not you know? like a
2: salami or something is? oh yeah salami and pepperoni <laughs> first of all you don't put salami in pizza you do if it's a cool place all right they'll let you do that salami garlic pepperoni mushrooms green peppers more garlic and it's delicious trust oh, yeah? me yeah
1: what's your favorite pizza i just said it oh okay Well no
2: cheese cheese goes under the sauce because that's how we do it in chicago i don't know i like
1: drugs. i like sausage and mushroom pizza. No, cool, so
2: you like the Costco.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess, but I just like the mushrooms and pizza. Yeah,
2: yeah, I like mushrooms too. You know, fun fact, green plants split off with an earlier ancestor from us humans than mushrooms did.
1: How did Italians make pizza before tomatoes were brought to Italy from the New World? Black magic. Pizza is actually considered a poor man's food, you know. Back in Italy, they what? used to put whatever they can on a
2: pizza. Kind of like rum in the old days. Yeah. 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 Or as Matt Pat predicted, Cheetos will soon become gourmet. You can watch this video.
1: Okay. On food theory. So, as I was saying, pizza was a poor man's food until some nobility caught wind of it. And they were like... Hey, this is actually good. Yeah. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, pizza. You know, I actually kind of like bread? deep dish as well.
2: Deep, I thought deep dish was just implied.
1: That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Yankees. we're Chi- we're Chicagoans. We like deep dish. We Yankees. And if you don't like deep dish,
2: well, we, you, you're still Well, that's wel- your opinion that
1: you're entitled you, to it. You're still no welcome I
2: mean. to listen to our show, and we fully support your life choices, whatever they may be.
1: The only thing I don't like about deep dish is that it's under uh, the cheese is underneath the sauce.
2: You take that out of your mouth.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what, what what was this podcast about?
2: Alphonse Capone.
1: Oh yeah, Al Capone. Pretty pretty silly guy, you know. Alphony. phony,
2: like Alf the alien, you know, Al. Oh, Al. Alf. That's a good show. I loved Alf. All right, you crawl into people's houses, you hear things. I
1: haven't slept for three days. That's why I'm a little bit as. Okay, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a bit energetic because I don't know why, but if I don't sleep, I become energetic.
2: The cocaine blues. <laughs> all right. Actually, okay, speaking of home. crack, right? Didn't the mafia move on to crack and stuff after the whole prohibition thing ended? Oh, yeah. Uh, Pro-
1: prohibition ended in nineteen 19- December 5th, 5th 1943.
2: That's a day your family must really remember, right? Doing all them Jaeger bombs, right? All them Bloody Marys, probably. My
1: My... My family came from Poland. Well, Poland didn't even... Well, Poland did exist. Yeah, so did mine. Yeah. We're just both Polish.
2: It's not like Island Boys, because our hair doesn't make us look like germs. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Look them up. Their hair makes them look like germs. I'm not even joking.
1: Wait, we're going to look them up. (laughs) Wait, all right. Give us a second.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I might be on a something, or I might be screaming and need to be put in the home again.
1: Island boys' net worth. Ooh.
2: No, not their net worth. I don't want to see them. <laughs> oh, <so> God. <laughs> they look like germs. Okay, back to Al Capone. Like the ones, the vitamin commercials. Back to Al Capone, you right. know? right Yeah, Yeah. you yeah, know.
1: Al Capone, like I said, pretty silly man. Had pretty silly ideas of what he should do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, go oh, on. Oh, God.
2: No, 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 go on, go on. It's fine. What happened? All right, go on, go on, Hey,
1: Philip, you start talking
2: about something. All right. Al
1: Capone related. Of course.
2: So, Al Capone was actually a really smart guy. You know, he was a wise guy. That's why they call him a wise guy, you know. He was all in on that uh, money laundering. In fact, I already talked about the laundromats. But the thing is that the laundromat idea was brilliant because you need to put the quarter in the exchange thing, right? So you can just lie about how many quarters there were.
1: And that's where the term money laundering comes in.
2: Yeah, nothing to do with, like, the very Asian population in, like, Los Angeles doing laundromats. Completely unrelated. But, you know, it's actually a pretty neat fact. Okay.
1: I think this was in Los Angeles where a bunch of Koreans took arms against protesters. The roof Koreans and the
2: Rodney King riots. Yeah, we should make a podcast about that one day. You'll see. Yeah, we'll make one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so back on the topic... Of the wisest of the wise guys. You know, the biggest of big owls you know? <laughs> Why? What was that? Okay, okay. You know, Back
1: on topic to Al Capone, because we went on a, a lot of tangents, you know? Yeah, it's
2: probably nice. To, so, you know,
1: Al Capone liked doing his robberies midday, just so everybody could see.
2: Probably also wearing a fancy suit doing them.
1: Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're going to get caught, you might as well get caught in silence That's if what I would say. If you're going
2: to have a mugshot, you might as well look fabulous. Fab. Yes. You talking to me, big guy?
1: <laughs> and what if I am? What if I am talking to you? We're supposed to be talking to each other right now. It's We're sitting in this closed room.
2: We're talking about walls, Al Capone. With real thin walls. In yeah, fact, they're... the lovely people waking next to us would probably appreciate it if we wrap this up soon. But you talking to me, big guy? We still so about... 10 minutes. Shucks. <laughs> anyway, so Al Capone, what else is to say about the guy? He got potted by the feds on perhaps the grandest pa- tax evasion charge known to humanity. 20 years for tax evasion. Yeah, it's crazy. 20 years, and he didn't even do that much of it. And he got stuck on the rock, which is the name of Alcatraz. We already went over this. And also the great Nicholas Cage movie with him and Sean Connery on Alcatraz. It's great. You should check it out.
1: Yeah. Now, what else do we have here? in store uh,
2: he's practicing Bulgarian throat singing <laughs> you know that kind of thing right Bulgarian throat singing or whatever it is right It's kind of when you blow out like in a deep oh uh, and then you jam stuff into your Hungarian. throat. I, I can't really do it, you know. Best thing I can do is choke. Best thing I can do is like choke myself. But I can't really do the throat thing. It takes a lot of skill. It's kind of like Scottish. So I mean, Swedish—not I mean, not Swedish, Swiss yodeling. You know. All right. So what yeah, you Al Capone. About? Al
1: Capone actually inspired a lot of mobsters. You know, the mobsters of the fifties and sixties, who were big guys. You know.
2: Them all wore fancy suits. You know.
1: Yeah. Have you ever played the mafia games? That's kind of based off what I got. This. Empire
2: of Sin. I basically know how this stuff works in an extremely dumbed down version.
1: Yeah, and the, there was actually Polish gangs as well. There were, if you can name an ethnicity, there was a gang of them, like
2: Puerto Rican. You
1: know, you know uh, the Polish brother. Uh, Cajun. Robin Hood brothers. No. Yeah, they stole from the rich, gave to the poor.
2: Were they the poor and gave to themselves? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's how robbery works. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Keep going. Alright, well, you know, let's talk about all the different ethnicities that had gangs so we can- The Irish inclusive.
1: had gangs. Of course they had gangs. The Italians had gangs. Had gangs. The Polish yeah. had gangs. I'm Jeez. pretty sure-
2: Puerto Ricans Philip, actually had gangs.
1: Stop messing with everything.
2: I'll be fine, alright? You know, we gotta- gotta tread the waters lightly, you know? The Puerto Ricans, I know, they had a pretty cool gang, oh, right? Oh, yeah,
1: like- like the jet- Have you ever seen, uh, West Side Story?
2: I refuse to. No, everybody keeps talking about like it. It's it. just like Game of Thrones because everyone talks about it. I refuse to see it.
1: When was the last time someone
2: brought up the West Side Story? I kind of like the movie. I you mean, it it's it's like Romeo and Juliet. But with just the Jets and gang warfare well, through dance battles and not like actual gang warfare that we have here with. Dance battles. Dance uh, people battles. People get shot in that movie. <laughs> dance of death. <laughs> dance of dance <laughs> death. Of battles. It's the dance of death, all right? Gotta be poetic yeah. about this kind of stuff. Oh God! I don't saw- mess around. I am so
1: sorry. I almost <laughs> fell off my chair. And you
2: told me not to mess around with stuff. Hey, you know I <laughs> might have a point, big guy.
1: So, right. I don't know how I should. Hey, f- hey. I don't know how I should feel about Al Capone. Obviously, he was a terrible person, but he cared about, you know, his publicity and the poor. Right. I mean, I have- he did set up a soup kitchen during. One of the biggest crises our country has ever faced.
2: Just so he just so juries would probably see him more favorably. Everything can probably be, just so the it please, bro. This can all be written off in a on very, his taxes. This can all be viewed in a very Machiavellian way. You know, he was very cynical. Everything was about power. He bro- wrote the book The Prince, not like the singer who did purple rain and got rest <laughs> his soul. Right? He's now technically called the artist. Enough I even heard about that late. Anyway, right, he was he was charitable. He was a Santa at a bunch of elementary schools, right? He That's was. one day he yeah. was a Santa at an elementary school. He had a complete mood swing. Then I was, like, bashing in some mook's head. You know, like, talking to me, huh? Trying to rat us out. Don't you know what family is? You know, something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot. He was extremely brutal to those that compromise them i'm doing air quotes because none
2: of them really could have been
1: proven you can
2: emphasize air quotes with your voice oh yeah oh yeah gotta take off a second hoodie just to get into this nitty-gritty details yeah. so that
1: was our podcast about al capone you know it's um he's a pretty interesting guy you know yeah yeah and also I just want to give a shout out to the police officers that got Capone in.
2: We got him in on a bogus charge, but wait, it was for wait. good things.
1: Have you seen the... Have you read the FBI article on how they caught Al
2: Capone? Enlighten me.
1: Oh boy. So... It's a knee slapper. So they've been tracking him for days. He's been kind of elusive. Well, not kind of... I don't know how to put this. They couldn't really... <laughs> cram I'm down on him because he was public. Like he made sure that people didn't know what he did. He made sure people knew that he was rich and he was this
2: nice person, but he wait. didn't want people to They know. were wait, so they were tracking him down, right? Yeah. Was it like I don't know was it like um, Dutch and the Predator in the original Predator movie? Or was it more like um or was it more like any Friday the thirteenth movie?
1: I don't know, I haven't watched those movies. Well? I've only watched Freddy the 13th, hey, but Predator, hey. I didn't watch it. Folks
2: at home, if you want us to do a movie if you want us to do like a movie podcast, we'll do it, you know. Anyway, carry on, right? then was hunting him and he was in the urban jungle. So actually
1: uh you said Rambo before. You know the first movie Rambo? I said I said El- Predator. No, like Rambo, like in the beginning of the podcast. Like he, El El was kinda oh, like yeah. Rambo, but yeah, killing the for, killing and the he was killing
2: innocent people,
1: but in the movie, Rambo, you know, got arrested at the end, so yeah, but
2: wasn't he arrested for killing like 50 people? Well, yeah, <laughs> well, just imagine he was that. Stressed. F- he was stressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, after he got convicted, he also got the charges for killing people in the St. Valentine's Day massacre, you know, and also stealing armed robbery.
2: Anything a wise Arson, guy in Chicago would do, he did it.
1: Arson, theft, like grand theft. I don't know. Yeah, okay.
2: Pimping, probably, cause he had them lady houses.
1: Yeah, I mean, they probably got also tried in prostitution.
2: He probably wouldn't rat them out that easy. Yeah, he needed something in return. You know what? Like, I have a, I have a fringe idea. of What could have happened, right? Oh yeah. Maybe he was never sent to the Rock. Maybe he paid a look-alike. And he's still living amongst us.
1: I mean this wasn't a nine he was like forty in the nineteen thirties.
2: Well people live until like fifty until they're considered too old to live. But <laughs> but like that's just bad. But,
1: but he couldn't be alive right now because it's been well uh well more than a hundred years. A hundred years since nineteen twenty
2: unless yeah. by some he was in his 40s so unless no. by some divine intervention he had stayed on like that Mediterranean diet that you see all old, old people talking about maybe oh
1: yeah like like Noah's dad from the bible
2: yeah mm-hmm. Philip got into are you bible talking lore. about Methuselah yeah, yeah. Philip yeah. got
1: into bible lore and I like
2: it I'm, I'm making an
1: iceberg well guys this was Michael Novakovsky
2: and Philip Kopach signing off on, on Husky, Husky History, history.
0: This has been Husky History, produced by students at John Hersey High School. The podcast is recorded in the ARC studio here in the Academic Resource Center. More information can be found at herseyarc.org. Do you have any comments, suggestions, or questions? Reach out to us at jhhs.library at d214.org subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app and tell your friends. Thanks for listening.